0: So, um, let's begin.
1: Drum roll, please. Mostly (laughs) nothing.
0: This whole time, I guess, of um, this world pandemic has allowed us to kind of rethink of Mm. what we want to get out of doing this podcast. Doing
1: this? Yeah, yeah our theme will become much more specific. But at the same time, this specific theme can encapsulate a lot of different things. Yeah. So we decided we're going to start approaching the... Well, not approaching. We, we're going to be mainly talking about consciousness, you know, the mind, and problems of the mind. And not only problems, but, you know, questions that we have about our own minds. And... Also, well, we're going to be talking a lot about psychedelics and how they can be used to assist you during this process of discovering yourself and expand, expanding your consciousness, right? Because it goes, yeah, these, these things go together, right? We know that. Um, and why? Why are we choosing this? Do you want to go first?
0: No, no, you go for it. I feel like, yeah, you have a very nice foundation of
1: Well, the, the foundation why we decide, well, first is something we're very fascinated with. Especially the kind of, uh, the, because of the research that has been done, and it's still being done. You know, my main reason for it is like, we have a big problem in our world right now. And we, we just read that depression, anxiety, these mental health problems, they're like the primary drivers of disability in our society. Which means there's there's way too many people being affected by these problems. And there's clearly something wrong in how we are treating these issues and approaching them, right? We've been using, like, the same kind of drugs, these antidepressants and anxiolytics, and for decades. And um, more recently, well, not really, really recently, because even in the 50s and the 60s, they could already already see the potential of using um, psychedelics in, in psychiatry, right? They already saw that potential. And... And nowadays, even the research being done, it, it's showing the same, like these these uh, experiences with, let's say, LSD and psilocybin, they're having uh, amazing effects where you have people that do one session and they can go six months without uh, depression. And that's better than any of the drugs we have available right now, the classic classical drugs used for these therapies. Uh, and it, it really bothers me, like why... Why aren't more people looking into this? And why are we kind of keeping this on the side? And it's like, it doesn't matter. Let's just keep continue to give these shit drugs to people, numb their feelings. You're not treating any of the core issues. You're not doing any good in the end. And it's so predominant in our population. Depression, it's so predominant. And most people that have it don't even know they have it. And you just... I just assume it's normal to be unhappy with things and feel like that on a daily basis. And that's so, um, it's sad. It's so sad to think about it, right? Mm.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I totally, totally agree with you. I think, I think for me what really shone to me personally is like you said, this is something that really goes to the core of, you know, of these issues, Yeah, it's something that has really intrigued me. And like I said, you know, in a previous episode that for me, once I started looking into self-development as a whole, you know, um, psychedelics, mind and consciousness were these three reoccurring things that kept on coming up. And, you know, it, it occurred to me that they literally are like the kind of like fundamental, like a foundation of like being able to use the time you've been given you know, as wisely as possible. Like looking into those things I think will really give you a better grasp of what this exactly. life is about. And of course we we don't know. And I think this is as well what's so fascinating about these three kind of subtopics is that it's all it's we have no idea. I mean you know, we have a few ideas and we're just Of kind where of, it might go. Of right? where it might go. And that's so fascinating. And you know it's it's so current. And like you're saying, especially with the psychedelics, it's such a current
1: we're living a psychedelic renaissance. We're just exactly. reading. 2019, Imperial College London, first like formal uh, research center on psychedelics has been opened just uh, a little over one year ago. And that's that incredible? incredible. Just next door. This is in London where we are right now. It's... Mm. But I think it's important to say it's not only about the psychedelic research. I think we're going to be focusing a lot on that because psychedelics in the, at the end of the day, they do help us understanding our mind better and that's so important and it's assisting even like in in the realms of neuroscience it's it's becoming a really important tool in these realms of science right but it's not only about that it's also about us trying to understand our thoughts and where they come from and understanding that we're not our thoughts and trying to have our ego a little bit more under control Mm. you know that's probably the main reason a lot of people do get depressed it's just overwhelming egos that just keep creating these negative thoughts and then you just you get so focused on these negative thoughts and it creates this snowball effect where it just gets worse and worse and worse and you keep telling this story to yourself like you're not worth enough you're ugly you're fat you're useless you're a failure and we're the ones telling this to ourselves over and over again and it's the lack of control Over these thoughts that can lead you through like very, very tough roads.
0: Of course, you know, Mm. you know, wiring of that is not going to give you a good path in life. You know, if you are speaking yourself down like that every single day, I can guarantee you it's it's not going to go good. No. And I think that's so it's important. Terrible. And I think it's quite an, a simple tool to you know give yourself these you know affirmations and speak positively about <laughs> yourself and see yourself pos- in a positive life. And it's 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 such a simple thing. And a lot a lot of people overlook it. Like oh you know all that why would I do that? But no you know there is clear research done into the fact that it will rewire you know your brain and how you see yourself and oh, it yeah, will yeah. change your reality. It will completely change everything around you once you choose to see things in a better light
1: and uh, well i think the main thing is acknowledging your thoughts 100%. and i've been working a lot on that it's, it's like okay we all have negative thoughts coming through on a daily basis uh, it's inevitable basically so they'll come through during your daily life sometimes you might have some i don't know a hateful feeling towards someone or some jealousy feeling this is inevitable all of us have these kind of thoughts But the important bit is kind of, it's just stopping and acknowledging it, right? And trying to understand why are we having these thoughts. It's even more important to understand that we are not our thoughts.
0: Yes, we are not our thoughts. But we can, I guess, learn to train them. And Mm. there are ways to do that that you know, don't have to include psychedelics. And I no, think that's yeah. really important to understand. There are so many ways to go into this, um, you know, breathing exercises, yoga, and just, simple, just simply even taking 10 minutes out of your time and just stop. being, just stopping. Just, and just stop. Yeah, and just like <laughs> literally just being a little bit present and being aware of, you know, who you are and what's surrounding you. And are you happy with where you are? Is there something you can change? If there's not, we move on. If there is, we look to change it. Not, not enough of us do that. We no. just continue going on. And then what happens is these problems pile up just as, just as negative thoughts in our minds. They just pile up and they pile up and they pile up and we just create this like dark fog you know, and I see these thoughts as like almost like dark clouds Like you know, they come they come through our minds and then out and you can literally acknowledge yeah, them and then you let them go. And then when they start to pile up, though, they create a fog. And I think that is what then like, you know, leads to mental health issues.
1: Um, 100%.
0: You know, and so it's really, really important. I know a lot of people still find stuff like meditation as this kind of a fluffy spiritual thing. And it's like it really kills me inside because yeah. they started doing uh, meditation classes in in like primary schools now oh, and they that's have great. seen a significant amount of improvement in these kids concentration in their ability just to be a bit calmer you know and i think it's incredible that they're doing that and i'm glad though i mean it is a lot of people do understand you know meditation and the benefits of it but yeah
1: really I, I, I didn't good. know that so that's a very um I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that that they're doing that because and I'm not saying I do meditation every day, because even I was telling you how much I'm, I'm struggling to get into meditation. For me, I guess psychedelics made it easier for me to understand my mind, in, well, certain aspects of my mind and my thoughts. And I kind of, well, psychedelics was almost like a shortcut for it, because th- through meditation, it takes a lot of practice. And it's, it's hard for me, it's very tough being able to just stop my thoughts because I, I do feel sometimes my thoughts run very wild and almost out of control to the point where I'm like, fucking hell, I need to chill a little bit because then you start getting anxious or you start getting uh, angry. And 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 I'm asking myself, like, why am I so stressed right now? That's the thing is just stopping, acknowledging it and, and just asking yourself, why? okay, why am I so fucking upset right now? Is there a point? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm home, I'm... There's nothing happening. No one wants to harm me. There's no one shouting at me. So, you know, why am I am I getting so anxious? Almost, you know, just by myself. Mm. Um, and I only start asking these questions to myself after I, I kind of got into psychedelics. It's literally just trying to understand your own mind and your own thoughts. It's just that we live our lives. We live long lives, and our brain is always telling us this story for sentence after sentence and we just assume that's normal. We just assume that's us. Because we do tell a story to ourselves. We, okay, now I'm going to do this, now I'm going to do that and I need to do this for tomorrow and then next week I'm going to meet this. But, and you see, yeah. you, and it doesn't stop. If you don't find a way of making it stop and training yourself to stop it, This this doesn't stop. And it doesn't. it's it's terrible, it's it's exhausting, it's terrible, isn't well, it?
0: We need to look at it as almost, you know, as a machine. And even machines, like, you need to feed them the right stuff for them to work right. You know, you put the wrong petrol into a car, it's not going to work. Um, mm. So I think, yeah, you've got to be able to feed, as as well as your mind, you know, your body. And, you know, I think this all goes into just, yeah, just like wellness and just being good for yourself. I just want to go back as well to a point where you said, you know, psychedelics are like like a shortcut you know and i i totally agree with that and i think almost i i've I've literally thought that exactly the same way you stated it and i thought is that a good way to think about it um but i i do see them as that because i think those kind of mm, i don't know realms can be reached in other ways but it's a lot easier with psychedelics and i do believe you know for some reason it's they're like a gift to us to be able to access that easier because i think i don't know like we are lazy we are lazy (laughs) right and it's like for those lazy ones here's some mushrooms to like help you on your way because what i've also realized so after i went i I mean i was into meditation for a long time prior to ayahuasca
1: Mm.
0: once i came back from ayahuasca i have meditated in a way like completely differently from the way i used to and it's 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 insane because doing, for example, you know that psychedelic showed me like almost like heights that I could reach, and then it allowed me to kind of see what I can do by myself. Mm. But before I saw that, I couldn't do that. So I think like psychedelics almost allow you then to experience those kind of heights or similar by yourself. It kind of shows you, well, you know, ways.
1: Yeah. because and like, it dissolves your ego it shows you that it it, there's life without an ego i yes. think for me that's the main thing that that psychedelics are kind of telling you like these wonderful mushrooms that come from our mother nature anyway but they do tell you that because like i said you tell this sto- story to yourself all your life and you just get to this point where you assume that's the normal way of going about things right but then you take this mushroom and suddenly, like, oh my god, it stopped. You can stop it. You you can just be, and there's still a life. You know, there's still life without all these thoughts coming That's through. Exactly. It. You such, yeah. You can still exist, and 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 just by showing you and you realizing that, I think it it probably makes it much much easier for them for you to reach it in in, in a different way through meditation or breathing exercises, let's say, because it is possible. Yeah. We've seen people tripping like you know, just, just from, uh, you know, doing those breathing patterns and yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, you, people should check it because. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, yeah. So, okay. Absolutely brilliant. I, I mean, yeah, ch- you explained that absolutely brilliantly and just what I was trying to say Mm -hmm. okay so we had a few questions coming from our viewers and listeners um Mm. in regards to our new kind of season um specifically more on psychedelics Mm. um but we're just going to quickly dive into them and answer them to finish off this introductory Mm. podcast um so the first one which is i think uh, you know a great question and something that we've spoken about a lot is should psychedelics be legal I think we have the same exactly the same kind of thought as this thought,
1: yeah, yeah. Where it's like we do think it should be legal, just not in the way people probably imagine. I don't think and I, I know you also don't think it should be legal in the way like you just go to Saintsbury's and you you get an LSD <laughs> t- tablet, you know? well, like an LSD Well I can like yeah. Yeah. Not over the counter. No. no, it shouldn't be like that. Look, these are very serious drugs. They shouldn't be used. Oh, you know, I'm going to just do some mushrooms and go to the you know, to music festival and it's going to be fun. No, it's probably not going to be very fun, especially if it's your first time. And if you do too much, you don't know the dosage, you don't know this and that. It's, it's a recipe for disaster. You're going to end up dancing naked in the middle of the street while it's raining and you'll feel better than you've ever felt in your life. We- but that's, you'll end up in jail or in a mental health institute, so.
0: Uh, Yeah, but yeah, you could end up, I mean, you know, if you are having a horrible trip, that you could end up really
1: hurting yourself or someone else, you know. And if a cop comes to you and you decide, I'm going to punch this guy, it's, look, you can get into so much trouble. So it shouldn't be legal just, you know, like everyone should be doing it like that. No, but for therapy purposes, like let's say for our NHS at some kind of, you know, system where you could provide treatment with these drugs to people going through severe depression and anxiety, because it's being shown that it works in those situations. So why not legalize it in 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 those terms in
0: those settings exactly In those settings yeah exactly. uh, that's the word settings it's yeah. the setting is
1: key yeah. yeah
0: and i think that's the thing where this is what we're we're very kind of passionate on this and the kind of progress that's going to be taking place um especially within the uk so we're going to be i guess following up with you know kind of current and new research um going out and seeing where this can go because i'm really excited for the future i oh, really yeah. am because you know when it gets to the day where you can you know get booked in for a psilocybin session the world is going to be i mean well yeah you can you can already do that in a few places which is brilliant again i think it's something that should be more known about it needs to be straightforward and it needs to be accessible everywhere because all humans are going through this, no matter where they are. And like, it just should be straightforward. It should be straightforward. People shouldn't feel bad having to ask for help. And this is a the problem. There was a really crazy st- statistic of like 90% of uh, people in America don't ask for help.
1: Well, well, it comes down to, like I told you, a lot of people that are going through depression don't know they're going through, the, mm. going through mm. depression. They just mm. assume this is how it feels to live. And that's mm. even, I don't know, that's even sadder, right? Because can you imagine, you're just assuming that's the the normal, feeling like crap. So if you don't know you have a problem, you're not going to look for help, Julieta, right?
0: But I mean, that depends, I guess, like, you know, how long you've been in that place for. Because I'm sure if you have been in it for like a certain amount of time, you remember days prior that uh, were better. So uh, you kind of know yeah. that it's not normal.
1: Well, that goes back to us not having much control over our thoughts Mm. A lot of mm. us, at least, mm. yeah. Because look, if if, yeah. if 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 you are going through severe depression, those thoughts of motivation and that strength to change things. Those thoughts won't, won't come around.
0: But this is the thing. It's,
1: that's, it, it's hard to understand that. I know it's hard to but it's not, I, I don't see it as an option for some of these people because severe depression, it's really a serious condition. It's a mental health disease. Mm, mm. It's, and, and sometimes it's, they need help. No, but uh, this is
0: the thing. This is why I don't really actually like the word motivation too much because I don't think motivation is what will help them. You know, mm. it, it's not, like you said, they need help. I do agree with that. I think that's why we love psychedelics.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, they they do need a lot of help. And look, it's not only these people. When it comes to psychedelics, I mean, if you want to have the option of expanding your consciousness and Mm. understanding your mind a bit better, why shouldn't you have that option? If it's in a controlled environment, guided with the right setting. Look, it's been shown also by other studies that these are some of the safest drugs around. It, and it's true from a, from a physiological point of view uh, psilocybin and, and LSD they're less harmful to your body than alcohol let's say mm-hmm. and you don't see anyone stressing about going to the pub and have a few pints right I mean it's it's a bit crazy because now they're reopening the pubs but they, they're keeping the gyms closed just something for you this to think about this fun just for you to something for you to think about right the priorities are in yeah. <laughs> opening the pubs yeah. anyway
0: <laughs> um yeah, that's something that's just, you can't run away from that fact. If, if you are, I think, someone who, you know, does see psychedelics in the dark light, I think it's really important to understand that they are a lot less damaging, if damaging at all, towards your health than a lot of other things that you're probably doing. That you already do. Exactly. So I think it's just, it's just important to think about.
1: But it's an alien experience to a lot of people. And it is, look, it's it fucked is. up. The it first is. time you do it and you start, kinda, you know, losing control over what's happening in your mind and about what you're seeing, it's, it's scary and it's serious. We're not saying this is not, these are not party drugs. They aren't. These, these are really serious. And if you make that decision, we don't, obviously, they're still illegal. So we don't want to be incentivizing people to just go and, and find some mushrooms and do it, <laughs> right? I mean if you want to go to some place where they're legal and you have the option to do it, obviously, or if it's offered to you as therapy, even better, because then you have specialists looking after you. But the thing is, these drugs are very, very, very serious. They can have serious consequences, although they they, they might not kill you physiologically, but what they do to your thoughts and your mind, and now they can change your perspectives. If Imagine if you're already someone who Probably has some mental health issues, and I'm not talking about specifically about depression or anxiety. But imagine if you have some kind of bipolar disorder, if you're schizophrenia. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing these these things because this could be that you know that last drop of water in an already full glass, right? And and those are the stories you hear of people that did some mushrooms and then became crazy if you want to use the word crazy i don't like to use the the mm. word crazy mm. that mm. much for for these because these are pe- these are i don't know patients people that need help need to be treated they're mm. not necessarily crazy just but living um, in a different reality yeah
0: <clears throat> okay so next question mm. what is the perfect environment which i think kind of trails off to what a lot of what you just said so obviously you know if you understand that it's something that isn't a joke, you would automatically, I think, be aware that the environment is a key playing factor. Key, 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 key. It's so important. So like you were saying, you know, the best best way possible would be, you know, in a proper like clinical setting. Um, Or mm-hmm. as well, um, I think like a, a shamanic, if, yeah, like a, a shamanic, if you are doing it more for, let's say, of like an inner awakening to be able to kind of,
1: understand life a bit better
0: understand maybe yeah understand life understand yourself understand like you know forgive some things forget some things i think that you know there are some amazing like really good shamanic places programs mm. um that will give you an incredible experience you know they are trained people um they, and, are, they are. right They're and
1: underground Call it the underground guides, and then there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of these people that actually in the past they maybe they, they've they been involved in some kind of formal scientific research, yes. And then after it, because it was Ill- illegalized, they just continue to do it underground by themselves, so mm-hmm. working with people. And there's a lot, th- there's a lot of people like that going around, there you just need to find them.
0: Then our last question is Have you ever had a bad trip, or like what is your worst trip? And I guess that again trails on from the previous question. of... If you do have a bad environment, you are very likely to probably have a bad trip.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but I also have, I have an opinion about that. Mm-hmm. I do think that even in the right environment with a guide, in a quiet and peaceful environment with just some warm light and nice, calm music, there's still a chance of you having a very bad trip. 100%. And when I say bad trip is you're going to face your worst fears... And your inner demons that we all have trauma, maybe traumas that you suppressed from when you were a, a child, it might come back. So, even if it's, and it's something you should tell, we should tell this to people. It's not like, oh yeah, if the environment is okay, it's, you're going to be all right, it's going to be wonderful. No, it might be really scary. It might, it still might be very, very scary and terrifying, even in, in the best of. 100%.
0: 100%. 100% I agree. In regards to like um you know having a bad environment bad trip it's like it's you causing an unnecessary like kind of bad trip on yourself depending on the kind of external you influence. know influence that is being influenced into your trip. Um and but yeah but that's the thing in regards to like having you know like a, a bad trip within you know yourself um I don't know if I'd personally call it exactly a bad trip because like we were saying, they are the ones that almost at times seem to be needed the most. Mm. Heal you you the most. Heal you the most. You seem to learn the most. I personally like had, you know, great times. Like I've had (laughs) fantastic times, you know, and I felt emotions that have been the best emotions in the world. But the ones that I, when I think back, if someone asks me like, you know, like think back to one of your trips, it will probably be the ones that were the most terrifying. And because... I truly believe that I develop from them the most. No, yeah. So it's yeah, it's very important to just know that it's not a party drive because, you know, you could have a very very bad Bad experience, and yeah, yeah.
1: But that's a key point. It's even with what we could would call a bad trip, you can still get really positive outcomes for your personal life. Even coming, it's it's like you said, those bad trips are almost. I don't know. Sometimes it's like it's they're fundamental. It's it's what you need. It's yeah, what you need, like you, you said. Know, and yeah. and they will we all need to face our demons sometimes. You can't leave running away from your demons and your traumas and the things you're scared of. Sometimes you just need to face it and stay strong. And yeah, open that door. <laughs> you know, <laughs> open that door and see what's on the other side. And just say, Come at me. What you got? Why you got? Come at me, bruh. Show me what you got. All right guys, thank you again and we
0: can't wait to have you on this adventure with us.
1: Thank you.